0: This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, Master Chief. out, out.
1: Hello and welcome to quality time. Episode 100. I'm Skylar. Oh,
0: sorry. I'm Skylar Sokol. (laughs) I'm Anthony Nicolosi.
1: That's right. And we are here with the full KO Koala fam. We got Josh. What's up, Josh?
2: Hey, what's up?
1: We got Sean. What's up, Sean? Not fired yet. Yeah. And that was a new <laughs> intro remix by Evan Coulter. It, uh, Evco music. It did not have any Skylar saxophone, but I think phase three, we got to add that sax. That's all I'm saying, but it was sick. It,
0: yeah. That was all Evan. All goodness. Yes. Yeah, Thank that- you, Evan. Uh, of course, please check out Evan's music link dot, whatever, you know, link dot tree <laughs> fucking their stupid ass URL slash Evco music um he's put out oh. over 14 new songs oh. this year i think over 14 new damn. songs this year damn so uh and they're at That's least way more than say, the
1: number of games we've put out this year
0: <laughs> about 80 percent of them were ultra bangers so wow yes. the other true, they're true. all super chill if you want to have a, if you're looking for music to have on in the background that doesn't just take up your entire conscience while you're trying to fucking work or live your life Evan Fco music's your, is your jam. Anyways, all right. Skyway, what's up? <laughs> all right.
1: So today uh, is our, that, that was our sponsor, by the way, we're sponsored by Evan yeah. Coulter. That That sure. was our sponsorship segment. Now we'll move on to the podcast today, the end of the year, the end of 2021. And that means it's time for our games of the year. We brought the boys on for our top five games of the year, 2021. The rules were as follows. It has to be a game that you finished for the first time this year or played for the first time this year. So it doesn't have to be released this year, but your experience had to take place this year, basically. And it can't be a game you ever used previously. Um. So Damn. that only applies to Anthony and I. So Anthony might have a shortish list, but it's okay. That's why he brought on Perfect. the boys. Yeah. Um. All right. So here we go. Number five.
3: First. Uh, Sean, you want to start us out with number five? Yeah, sure. I'll start. Um, What is my number five? Okay. Yeah, my number five this year was Resident Evil 8. So Resident Evil Village. So that was a game I played with Skylar. Um, Really enjoyed it. My favorite part, honestly, was that it was short and sweet. I think it took us like nine hours to beat. And there was just like no filler in it. It was just a good... Like on rails experience, a decent story, fun shooting. We can't good see graphics. your hands. Your hand just... It was good. <laughs> it was, it was a good experience.
1: Really liked that one. So awesome. Good that, game. That was a fun time to play it together.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, Josh, your number five. Right. My number five. This is a real throwback. Oh, uh, East one and two Chronicles plus, <laughs> which is a remake of two games put together from 87 and 88 so this is this is a old school rpg josh Uh, is
0: literally making games up
2: are these (laughs) are these japanese rpgs or yeah okay it's east so east is uh i mean it's a jrpg oh ys ys right yeah
1: oh okay i've played one of those
2: yes is one of the earliest uh like action rpgs the it's really funny because I say action RPG and quotation marks because the action is you run into enemies for combat. Like you just, it's called the push system. I think And you literally just walk into enemies and it just automatically kind of just like you bump into them and it attacks them. <laughs> so it's, it's fun because it's not like a lot of the combat isn't a lot of thinking really. I mean, it's it kind of like, bit,
0: <laughs> but New York subway <laughs> combat, right? Yeah. Like yeah, Exactly.
1: <laughs> Who yeah. can push them onto the tracks first? you exactly. could so Josh related
2: like, immediately <laughs> yeah when you get to a certain level you just kind of like steamroll through little low level enemies so they don't take up time uh, cool it's literally the first and second game together the second game actually boss fights are more bullet hell style which is good because the first game the bosses are a little you know you just kind of run into them same as other enemies it just takes longer uh, nice but second game was really good I like so, the second game a lot that's why it is on this list
1: no big titty vampires though no this is old so does. Can it really, I don't know. I don't know that resident <laughs> evil might still win. Uh, all right. My number five uh, is a game. I haven't finished. Unfortunately,
0: he literally fucking made the rules. He said you had <laughs> to finish it in 2021 and he start finished with, or have played it for
1: the first time. It. Okay. It, I'm almost Rule done. Changed. It's mostly Sean's fault because it's, it takes two. I'm busy.
0: Oh, okay. That's that one's understandable. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. We're very far though. And so it takes two. The amount of work that had to have gone into this game is unbelievable. Like the amount of random objects and assets that are interactable or not interactable in this game. Blow my mind. Like, I just can't even imagine how much work had to go into making all they of this programmed
3: and etch a sketch. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. And that's like, and one it's like a totally like Yeah. It's just, Silly and the gameplay really fun. The cooperative gameplay. Amazing. Um, the story has been like good, although a little bit corny so far. Um, I don't know. It's great. I've loved every honestly, like every second of it has been engaging and fun. Um, one of the best games of the year. Yep. Anthony, you got number five or is, are you are you passing on number five? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, I think I only have four. All right. (laughs) Cool.
1: Child rearing simulator 2021. Actually. Chair fucking
0: simulator. (laughs) I do have five. Okay. No, I do have five because I just, I just remembered a mobile game that I played for the first time this year that deserves to be on here because I think it is the juiciest mobile game implementation of all time. At least I have played. It is Rocket League Sideswipe. Mm. It is actually very super solid. Yeah, Yeah, it's very super solid, and that's going to come in fifth for me. I haven't talked about it too much because Halo Infinite took over my life, but Sideswipe is actually awesome. I play it frequently while taking shits, and um, it's got great responsiveness. It's got a mechanical depth to it. Um, Psionics, man, I'm starting to think they're the king of juicy, man. They are just... Their shit just feels so good to play all the time sideswipe falls in, it goes into that um fuck the people who play on controllers hey <laughs> like you play with your hands if you play <laughs> you with controllers fuck is wrong with you it's like hackers and other games anyway that's
2: that's my number five uh, all right that's, nice that's nice. all the pc players in halo <laughs> yeah exactly <Sweaty> <laughs> <ass> <laughs> I
0: don't care, except you know. for the right, halo right.
2: aim assist is so intense that pc players still lose Uh <laughs> No, no, that's what I'm saying. PC players complain about con- people playing with controllers in Halo. <laughs> Actually, though. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> Next is
1: big number four. It's game number four. Uh, I guess I'll start this time. Um, my number four game of the year. Probably my maybe my most pl- uh, definitely my most played game recently. I don't know if it's my most played game of the year, but I've sure played a lot of it. If you combine both the mobile version and and the regular version. And that game is super auto, pets. super auto pets. Yep. I have 13.4 hours in it on steam and I've probably played another five hours on mobile at least. Um, super I did auto- not
0: expect mobile to show up in this list. Can't believe there's already two games that well, we played on mobile. Th-
1: this game is on both. So, and I've played it on PC more, but yeah, it is true. Um, super auto pets is an auto battler. The only other auto battler I've really played did seriously at all is team fight tactics, which Sean and I used to play a lot, but super auto pets is just like such a one of the most like simple, but deep games I've ever played. It's so easy to pick up but the strategies are so fun and interesting and reacting to the randomness is like an enjoyable part of the game. You get to use random animals. There's a fucking hedgehog that damages all your units and all the opponents units. There's, and it's cool. And they're constantly updating it um, and adding new stuff. It's good. That game is going to be huge. Like guaranteed that game is going to be really big when it releases. I think next year will be the year of super auto pass and it's free. So you guys should, you know, try it. And it's free. Try a few rounds. No you know? iOS version though. Best devs in the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did they say why? It's so weird.
1: Because Android's way easier. To yeah, make I would actually for.
0: feel like it's harder. And the game's still. It's like, no, because you just... can
1: compile Unity and Unreal games for Android for free.
3: Mm. Oh, it's,
0: it's oh, it's in Unreal. Okay. I think it's still one technically of early can, access, though.
3: Right. So I, I would think I should, that they probably port it over to iOS later.
0: targets but, to deal with on Android. That's yeah, what I would think.
3: Anyway, that's cool. Super Auto Pets amazing game. Great
1: game. Uh introduced it to all the boys. Everyone, everyone's playing it now, all my friends. Yep. Uh all right. Uh Josh, number four.
2: Alright, number four for me. Uh also technically not it released this year though, but it's oh. technically not new. Uh the great ace attorney chronicles. This is the English nice. release of the game, because this had released on the 3DS in Japan, but it only got released in English on the Switch this year uh, in North America. So uh, technically, I only beat half the game, uh, but it is two games, so I beat the first game of the two. Uh, I love this game. I know I once described it as a lawyer simulator, and Anthony thought that sounded very boring. It's not boring. I uh, I just it's it's more of a it's like a detective puzzle game kind of. Uh, And it's just full of, like, really fun characters. And Herlock Sholmes is my new favorite. Uh, (laughs) It's just Herlock Sholmes. It's just such a fun dynamic. And the puzzles are great. And I really just love the game. I'm going to finish it. The reason I didn't finish it is because another, my number three actually came out in the middle of while I was playing it. Uh, So uh, not going to say that yet since apparently we're going in order. But yes, I actually play almost started it today. It's great. I I own it
1: I own it and the original trilogy on Steam and I really want to play them soon. like I know I would really like them if I can focus on them for a yeah. while yeah I haven't played the any Ace of those attorney those games is
2: since considered the best Ace attorney game. That's what I've heard so and a really yeah. good one to start with yeah
3: yeah I love the ones when I played them on DS like forever ago, but mm. nice yeah they're good games. number four, Anthony.
0: Okay, I think number four is going to be Song of Iron. So I cannot believe I finished Song of Iron from a games perspective, but it it I am so happy I did. I don't want to, I still feel like I don't want to tell people because it's so much the best part. But the ending of Song of Iron is so fucking good. It is so well done. Um, it is a great game. I as I've, said, as I've said before, the way I recommend playing it is having some alcohol, chilling on your couch. If you're of age, of course, not, uh, <laughs> not encouraging underage drinking, but if you can chill, you know, for me, it was whiskey drinking some whiskey on the couch while I played through it on the Xbox. That was definitely the best way to play it. Um, and damn, that ending. Also, the soundtrack. Will Goss really punched above his weight on that one. Loved several moments. He also did, if you're not following Will Goss' music yet, he did this really cool like Christmas Song of Iron chant shit. And it was super good, too. Anyway, Song of Iron Recommend It's on sale, nice. I think. And it's been patched and updated to improve some of the systems maybe we'll have joe on again to yeah. talk more about it but it would be cool yeah. to get a get a post-mortem on how he feels about
1: if, how you, it yeah, if
3: you guys paste all your lists after this i'll collect them and i'll make a post in the discord with all of our top fives thanks sean we're cool. recording a podcast right now though <laughs>
1: <laughs> um anyway sean you want to <laughs> give us your number four yeah
3: so my number four so i'll uh, say this one so it's guilty gear strife and the reason i love this game was because um i i've always tried to get into like the hard more hardcore like 2d fighters and they've all been super daunting but strive has like such a good tutorial the characters are so like varied and unique which i like like you can tell what a character is just because they're the way the art design and the, the net code is amazing besides the launch like launch week woes um and the soundtrack's a banger so it's just a really good game that i played with skylar and we got a lot of time out of it and really liked it yeah, if
1: I if I hadn't, uh, I've like churned super hard on strive now and like have no interest in playing it. If that hadn't happened, it would have been in my list, too, for sure. They released neck. They released the netcode update for my absolute favorite fighting game of all time, though. So now I'm playing that instead.
2: But yeah, strive is fun. Oh, that blaze blue That's blaze blue central. Fish. Yeah, my brother is playing it recently, too. Oh, very good.
0: That very good. that's the sound of it's on his list. We haven't got it. It's, not on, no, it's not
2: on my list. I played it forever. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's not new? Oh, yeah, that game's man. been out for a long time. That game's yeah, been that out for patched.
1: eight years. Oh. Or hmm. six years. 2015 is when... Central but it got an update? Out. Yeah. yeah net code update. I net feel
0: code. like updates should be fair game, you know? It has I the best heard-
1: netcode of any fighting game ever released now. It, okay, so I, it's I, really Skylar's. Really, is it the same?
3: So. Did they use the open source? Rollback? They used
1: community developed rollback that that community nice. developed for BBCF that they adapted for the game, and now it like runs better than Strive, which was previously the best netcode of any fighting game that's been released. So, wow, it's awesome. Man. Um, anyway, uh, so that's our top five and four. Some exciting choices. I thought I'm surprised that Anthony had Song of Iron at four. I have no idea what's filling the next three slots. So let's get to number three and hear what Anthony's number three is.
0: My number three is going to be. I didn't realize it until we talked a little bit earlier. Is Cyanora Wildhearts? Hey, I played it's it this Song year, and Iron. I beat it. And I beat it. Yeah, I think it does because um, I it's just so like focused of a of a vision and of an implementation and sort of everything about the game works together to just execute the vision if that makes sense Uh, if if that if how i'm explaining that makes sense the soundtrack's great um it's it maybe part of the reason it beats out song of iron for me was it was so fast you could beat that thing in what like a couple few hours you know or something like that i think the full game playthrough is like an hour yeah, it was like uh, uh, even for me. I think it was it, who beats everything like twice as long as you're supposed to. It was only like a couple of hours, which I loved. Uh, it was just a really hyper focused, short congealed like boom, like a fight, like a you know, oh. Goodness. Can you hear me? What's that? We hear you. We okay. also hear the gong you just punched. <laughs> I lost. I lost my uh, my keyboard. It's like not connected anymore. I didn't know if anything else Great. was. So. <laughs> Dino wild hearts is going to take number three. Great job.
1: Hell yeah. My number nice. three
0: is um a,
1: another early access game. Actually I'm realizing two early access games in my top Uh, that game um, a game. I played a browser demo for 10 years ago and then there was no information about the game until it came out in early access this year. That game is rhythm doctor. Um, oh. Rhythm doctor is a rhythm game where the core concept is to press is a one button rhythm game. The goal is to press the space bar on the seventh beat of every, uh, of every two measures, basically. So you count to eight, you press it on number seven. And that's like the whole base concept for the rhythm game. But there had tons of originally composed music that was like unbelievable. And also the second boss of the game was maybe one of the best levels I've ever played in any video game of all time. There's a review on steam that literally reads. Yeah, sex is great, but have you played (laughs) two dash X? It, it, I streamed it for some people who may have seen it. If I haven't, I don't really want to spoil it. You should just buy rhythm doctor. If only to play, get to the second boss and play it because it is one of the coolest, most innovative, like uses of a computer that I've ever, ever had. The game is forced into windowed mode and crazy shit happens. And that's all I'll say. So definitely worth checking out. Um, thanks Anthony. You back. You good. Are you all right? I never left. I'm happy to hear Rhythm Doctor well, so I good. Mean, you're, you were flashing <laughs> it out. Alright, great. Anyway, Rhythm Doctor also, yeah, like I said, the music is good. Oh
2: my god. Uh, and yeah, uh, number three, Josh? Yeah, so from this point on, the they're really tight. I had a hard time deciding the order of these three. Uh, So number three for me, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it's on Sean's list too. Not sure where, but it's no! on there, is Metroid Dread. Ooh. Yes. And this I had I I I had trouble putting this at number three just because like it could have been number two. But I had a lot of trouble between the two and the three, like which <laughs> so one funny. was which. So this ended up uh I put this at number three. Uh Metroid Jet is just I don't know what to say. It's just the experience like of the Emmy rooms, which it's interesting because when I was playing I hated the Emmy rooms. But it's just like the the fear you you really just like you walk into that room and you just your adrenaline starts pumping and that was like I think my favorite part about it was it really got that vibe down so well like I just I thought it was great I'm not like a fan of fear in games generally because I feel like it's usually done really cheaply but I just thought it was done so well so yeah I, I put that for number three and I'll let Sean talk more about when he gets to because i So he my
3: it. number three was Metroid Dread. Oh, <laughs> hey, shit. look at that. So yeah, just to add. Um, so yeah, the Emmy rooms are super unique. It was like something I didn't expect them to do in like a 2D platformer. But my blurb is I think it's the best 2D platformer that I... It's the best 2D platform I've ever played in terms of the mechanics and the controls. They were just so tight. It like kind of ruined other 2D platformers for me. Like I tried playing some Metroidvanias after playing Dread, and just wished I was playing Dread. Like they were, was like they're so tight, and the, like the sl- the slide and the the s- 360 degree aiming and everything was just so well done. Um, you
0: know, I'll tell you, I uh, my kids got Switches for Christmas, and um, I want a Switch now because the Switch is so cool. And I'm like, I, sh- I could
3: play Dread, you know. And Dread's it's good. It's not. It's not it's a good. long. Too long of a game for like a single. If you do a single playthrough and don't and just like finish it, you can play it Dread and you know, Andy Andy can speed It can be difficult. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm being something like, <laughs> bitch I, like
0: play some difficult stuff or what? I, I give
3: Anthony that. one hour and then he churns <laughs> Dread was great.
0: Was yeah, great I game. also feel like I need to after playing and loving the shit out of Ori because that's how I found out about the Metroidvania. Genre,
3: yeah, and then, so they're gathering yeah, the same genre that like that, but they're so different. I've never no, they, played a Metroidvania
1: I, I liked more than Ori, just for your knowledge, Anthony. Have you played Dread? Uh, no, but I will. Okay. It's not my style of Metroidvania.
0: I, I, I watching I mean, it, I don't think I'm gonna like it more than Ori for me, you know, but it still looks like yeah. uh, some of the things you just described about the tight controls and kind of sizzling gameplay
3: in moments like, like yeah that's when not, i speed ran it fun. it was like every time you made a mistake it's because you just know because you messed up the controls right you didn't press the button right it's but
0: skylar did just give me an hour so we'll see <laughs> we'll see um okay. all right
3: uh number twos,
1: number twos, josh what's your number three what'd you say uh, rhythm doctor you remember oh when yeah yeah, yeah that's, right, that's, right. that's, that's and claimed that's right. you were
2: listening <laughs> <laughs> all right josh number two what's up yeah well for anyone who knows me this really shouldn't be a surprise my number two is persona five strikers uh Strikas. is
0: that like soccer persona five no
2: no it is oh. not it's like uh you know like the musa warrior game style combat you beat them up sort of uh so basically it is a direct sequel to persona five uh so it has all the same characters uh it has an original story. I actually this is going to be a little bit of a hot take on my end, but I actually like the story of Persona 5 Strikers better than Persona 5, the base one, not counting Royal because Royal has the extra parts, but base Persona 5. I like Strikers better uh, for the story, at least uh, the combat. I did not think I would like because I'm not generally a fan of that kind of beat them up style combat, but it does it in like an RPG style way. I don't know how I really describe it, but like just mashing buttons doesn't really get you that far because you have to like, you have to actually think about what you're doing because of the weakness system and everything. I thought it was great. Uh, the music. I mean, I love Persona 5 music. What can I say? I'm a Persona 5 stan. Everything about this game I'm going to like. So uh, just like Shoji Maguro knocking out of the park. Linium Zumi, just like, I love the music. What can I say? And Josh yeah, I don't really Persona. know how to, I like Persona. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I can't not put this on here. You know, I just like the game too much.
1: Perfect. Josh is number two. Yeah. Not a surprise, but a good game. It's not number one, though. It's not number one. I wonder what it will be. Um, <laughs> Anthony, number two.
0: Maybe cheating. I don't care. Oh, gosh. <laughs> My number 2 game of the year is Agora. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, I it. technically no, didn't play it for the first Agora time for this Any year, day of the week <laughs> over anything I've said so far on my list, it really only Almost consistently bugged. loses out to number 1, which uh y- you won't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> what uh,
3: what what specifically did you like about it? Can mm-hmm.
0: you? I I would um, say that this year Agora saw significant, like really significant tightening up of the uh, controls and movement. Uh, Some of the changes we put in this year um, around that kind of stuff has really made it easy to play a fuck ton. Um, In addition, we have. Eight. Almost tripled our level count since we started the year.
1: Really? I'm thinking about that. Josh has made some bangers this year. I'll tell you that. Josh yeah, has
0: Josh some some fucking bangers. Sean made a level. Hey, yep. Sean. What's up? I, I would like easily. Hey, Agora does not yet have like an, an extrinsic reward system, like an achievement kind of a thing, like leaderboard scoring capabilities. When it does, not only will I fucking shit on the rest of the dev team, but no chance. I will okay. also okay. – <laughs> Uh, probably even have more of a problem. Not, I like sincerely uh, create timers for myself to stop playing so that I actually work because sometimes I'll get into a thing where I can tell like I'm just on redacted level and I'm I'm trying to pull off and see if I can hit all of the redacteds in a certain amount of time or whatever and uh, in a certain way from a certain spot and I realize like seven minutes has passed and I'm like, okay, I need to create a timer and then when it's done, I need to play. So... I need to get back to work. So anyway, Gora's taking number two.
1: Nice. Um, that's a fun game. <laughs> all right. Wish yeah, now one and I and, and, yeah, wish uh, that game uh, would get released already. What the <laughs> fuck? And the switch port, man, that thing runs like shit. Um, all right, <laughs>
3: Sean, number two. All right. So my number two, this game's on here because it was an amazing experience and it was the most unique gaming experience I've had in, I don't know, like 10 years or whatever. Um And it's Disco Elysium, the final cut. It was just so it's it's a narrative based game, right? There's no combat. It's basic. I would basically down, describe it point as a and click top adventure. down point and click adventure game, right? But the way, so the final cut, they added full voice acting for everything. Um, so the way the voice acting is and the way the writing and like the narrative design and like how you can make choices and stuff and the skill system is all like nothing I've ever seen it's super hard to explain and super hard to recommend. I think, um, but when I was done, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and it was just awesome. So, I've it. played a little bit of it.
1: I'm definitely gonna finish it at some point, but I can confirm that the writing is like unbelievable. Even the small amount that I've experienced is like so unique. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, just listening to it is like a, a treat. It's like a, yeah, it's just a good game. Good game. Um, good game.
1: My number two is Inscription finished it last week. Um, Daniel Mullins, my boy, pony Island maker. I, if anyone in the chat hasn't played pony Island and has a PC and will play it, tell me and I will literally buy the game for you. Um, I'll buy pony Island for any person who wants to play it. I love that game. And inscription just is more Daniel Mullins greatness. Honestly, the, you basic, like the coolest part of inscription is that the first part of the game, which you think is the whole game Literally, you play and then you beat it and then that's like the beginning of the that's like the first chapter of like three major chapters in the game and shit just goes crazy there's like a real time video stuff that happens there's 8 bit like 16 bit adventure stuff that happens um and the mechanics and just expand like the depth of the mechanics in the first phase of the game are deep. The card game mechanics that you play go really deep. You build these really interesting decks. It's roguelike style. And then suddenly you're no longer playing a roguelike. You're playing like an adventure game where you have access to all those mechanics. And then like three times, four times that amount of mechanics. So it's crazy. The amount of depth that goes into that game. The ending was great. The graphic style is great. One of the boss songs is like one of my favorite pieces of music in games from this year. (laughs) Um, play some inscription. That game is fantastic. Um, yeah. And maybe we're going to have Daniel Mullins on the podcast. If I ever ask him, if I ever stop feeling like I am an idiot for asking him, so that'll happen at some point. Um, Communicate
0: yeah. your love for his work, your undying mm-hmm. passion, Seriously, make sure it comes across in that DM number two inscription.
1: And that's everyone's number twos, right? So we're on to yeah, the yeah. big boys. The number <laughs> one games of <laughs> the year. I will say inscription uh, was released this year and my number one game was not released this year. So as far as games that were released this year, inscription was my n- number one, essentially, but that just wasn't the rules. Um, all right. Number one, who wants to go first? Sean, you know I, all of my sure. games
0: released this year, except for Sinora. <laughs> and of not not oh, all mine were well <laughs> disco elysium i don't know, know what sean's either.
3: number one is and if For it's if it's rapture. what i think it is i'm gonna all laugh. right so my number one i actually forgot released this year because it's COVID times uh, but it released around the big like spring of this year um is monster hunter rise oh, and God. the reason why it's my favorite is because i've always been the kind of person who likes to stay in the familiar you know it's like why you watch the same movie a couple times instead of watching new stuff but monster hunter rise is just an improvement of the 3DS and the series of games it has an amazing gameplay loop where the grind makes me want to keep going the combats amazing it's basically just boss battle after boss battle the rpg elements are good and they the engine they built they built a new engine just for switch which the graphics are really well done for the hardware that it's on um and I like once I started playing it, I like think I played like 70 hours in a week and just couldn't put it down. So, yeah, I love that game.
1: I had a lot of fun playing it. I'd never played a Monster Hunter game before. They're really unique. There's yeah, a lot same. of depth to their systems that I didn't expect.
2: Yeah, I know. that game. Honestly, I was like, I was shocked how well it ran on the switch with how good it looked.
3: Yeah, it was crazy. They did a lot of work to like get it to run on that. So and then it comes out on PC in January. So. Um, hoping so for you can a do it all over too. <laughs> nah.
1: <laughs> all right, let's go to the most obvious number one of us, which is our boy
0: Anthony. It is not the most obvious. You weren't. You didn't know if Agora would be number one <laughs> because technically, Agora is the game I have put the most hours into this year. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, yes. Uh,
2: to be fair, but,
0: but this other game just. You know, barely beat it out, and that game is Halo Infinite. So I one thing I hadn't thought of it, that I've already said, uh, You know, if you're interested in my thoughts about Halo Infinite, we posted literally four weeks straight of Halo content, of uh, podcasts, go back and check those out, including my campaign review, the multiplayer review, the whole fucking spiel. Um, but one thing I haven't said that I just thought about is that, you know, the story situation that 343 was given heading into Halo Infinite because Halo five just really fucking fucked it up. Like it was, the story was in such a not compelling place. Infinite had to wrap some shit up if Halo wanted to move on. And they, they, in my opinion, they did it in a most the in probably some of the most satisfying slash not retconning kind of ways possible. Like, I thought, honestly, for them to deliver something that just kind of landed as satisfying as this one did on some of the narrative threads that were going on that we just, like, needed to move past, like like Cortana created kind of stuff. um, I thought they did a really admirable job of landing that um, and giving, setting a solid foundation for the future. So, um, and then, of course, the multiplayer, I am loving it. I do think they're going to need to figure out ways to... uh, you know create new put out new content for people who aren't just like me who will literally play ranked unendingly every day of their life if they could um but honestly for me just thoroughly enjoying it great
1: we'll see if it's your game of the year next year too (laughs) especially if (laughs) if fucking dude
2: if we get a dlc (laughs) season two All right. Game of the year 2022 Halo DLC. <laughs> Halo Co-op DLC. the co-op patch. <laughs> Isn't that what the Destiny
0: guys do? Uh probably this year my favorite was <laughs> <The>
2: Taken King. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right, Josh. I the, I have no idea what your number one is, so all let's right, hear yeah. it. Let's go. My
2: number one is is a little bit of uh is a hot take because I know there's gonna be people people who Heavily disagree with me because I picked a Metroidvania for my number one, and it's not Metroid Dread. Uh, Ender Lilies. Oh, that game's so sick! Um, yeah. <laughs> it is so good. I I love that game way too much. Uh, just like you know, this was it was a difficult. This is the reason that I had difficulty here is because between this and Metroid Dread, I didn't know which one to put first. Uh, I put this one because when I thought about my emotive response. This one got... I had tears playing this game. So, I am... Well, I'm a relatively emotional person, so it's not that hard to evoke tears for me. But I just, you know... The overarching... It doesn't really have a narrative, quote-unquote, but there is a sort of a narrative overarching that you kind of have to read into on your own. Uh, It doesn't really spell a whole lot out for you. But, like, each, each, like, spirit that you get, like, you have, like, this, like, uh arsenal of spirits that like become your special moves kind of like you would have like uh i don't know like uh let's say like uh the missiles in in metroid dread you have like different spirits that do different things that like open up areas and stuff each one of them has like a backstory and it's like just like a little bit of a lore snippet every time you get one right and it's just like it's just very i don't know i found it a very emotional experience uh i loved it had the one thing that I was missing from metroid dread which was multiple endings I was very... uh, I was a little bit disappointed that there wasn't any sort of, like, branching ending in Dread. Uh, Like, I know that's not really a thing for Metroid games in general. Like, they don't really have multiple endings past, like, different cutscenes at the end. But, like... I appreciated the different, like... I get, like... My additional work of, like, clearing every room earned me an extra ending, or better ending, right? So, like, I mean... And also just like the music was so good. Like I just, I, I I love the game too much. Like that's all I can really say, you know, and I don't hear anybody talk about it.
1: Yeah. It hasn't really been mentioned at all by anyone. Uh, since yeah, it released, I, I like people right were like hyped about the visual design and some of the stuff when it released, but I haven't seen any
2: talk about it since then. It
1: is interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is such a good game and to like not hear it come up anywhere really i was just like how do how are people not talking about this game and it's been a year since it released and Mm -hmm. like nobody's picked it up really or talked about it so i feel like it's a little you know i had to put it there you know josh
1: defending the the games that don't get the attention they deserve this is
2: the only indie game on my list so i mean boom Honestly, looking
0: at it right now, somebody just posted a link. I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It looks sick. Yeah, the the graphics are amazing. It has really nice visual art. No, yeah, it looks. It look definitely looks cool. It reminds me of some of the old Final Fantasy games in some ways that I used to play, but um, like mostly from a menus perspective. But uh, (laughs) it. Looks only stuck.
1: Anthony's like this game reminds me of games from my childhood from a menu's
0: perspective. <laughs> yeah, it looks just <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about? Uh, anyway. It, like it, uh, m- you if you gift it to me, I might try it.
1: Yeah, oh, buy it yourself, <laughs> bitch. uh, all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And now,
1: my number one, I didn't mean to save myself for last, I just was distracted. But my number one That'd game one. of the year. Outer Wilds Um, and honestly, possibly my number one game of all time. I, it it is like tied or beating Bioshock infinite. It's hard for me to decide, but the experience of playing Outer Wilds is like, unlike any other video game, I feel like that's ever been made. It just, the, the feeling of discovery you have playing that game is something that I've never felt elicited in other games. The fact that you literally start the game with like no information in a completely like you just fly in a direction and see what happens. And then that somehow becomes this like giant web of pieced together information that you use to beat the entire game in like one cycle of the sun exploding, like one 22 minute period with things that were all there from the very beginning when you first opened the game is like crazy to me. I, I just like the design problem for creating outer wilds is like unsolvable for me. I don't know how that game exists. It just doesn't even make sense to me with how, how detailed and how, how they catered the experience to actually work, like how it works. I can't believe it worked and it does amazingly. The music is great. The ending is really good and I haven't finished the DLC yet, but the parts of the DLC I've played so far are really fun as well. So amazing game. If you haven't played outer wilds, I, I can't recommend any other game more than that. Like
0: it is one of the best single player games I've ever played. So there you go. Um, yeah, it was fun to, fun to watch too. Um, I only watched that one part of the DLC. I was watching the DLC technically, which was horror-y, which was cool. It apparently um, has
1: more horror elements than the regular game. Yeah. The regular game does have some horror elements though. Okay. Uh, very cool. Yep. So there you go. That's, That's our games of the year 2021, as we heard earlier. Sean will compile a list and put them on the Discord (laughs) if people want to play any of them. I'm sure he'll put links to where you can buy them and stuff. So we'll have a good, a nice list for people to go to to play our games. Um, I don't believe we have a patron question this week. Anthony, is that right? Uh, Correct. So patrons
0: are smacking smacking.
1: Um, for me, this year was really good game wise. Like. I, yeah, i, I played I some agree. of the best games I've ever played yeah. this year.
3: I mean, it took me a while to compile my list just to, like, think of what games actually came out this year. But after I looked over all of them to generate my top five, I mean, there was only, like, two games that I kind of didn't enjoy that I played this year. The rest of them were all enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Um. And I mean, for Anthony, it's uh, how long has it been?
0: No, it's been six years, man. <laughs> so, we had a new Halo. Like... Yeah. I mean, this halo, Oh, oh I, they could not do another halo five. Oh my God. I don't know what would have happened if we would have had like, <laughs> I mean, halo,
1: halo probably 5. would have been dead if that happened. Right.
0: No, very. Yeah. Very. I mean, probably, I mean, I can't explain to you what what a weird feeling it was six years ago, finishing that campaign and being like, I didn't like it. <laughs> like, you know, that was so weird. So, uh, so happy we're back! Oh, the soundtrack too. If you're looking like for something to fucking break your monitor to every now and then, like accidentally, that uh, just—it's just—it's just good. It's what Anthony
1: that. needed in his life,
0: and he has uh, it now. It, I've definitely listened to the entire soundtrack like over 30 times so far because it's just so easy to loop, man. <laughs> you just like loop it. It's all good. right.
1: Well, great year for games for all of us. We enjoyed them. Um, I assume this will probably become a yearly staple. We'll do a, uh, all the employee k- top, top five game of the year. So tune in Until next we have year, like
2: 50 employees,
1: even still, okay. we'll, be, we'll get their lists. We'll, be uh, we'll, oh, we yeah. we'll
0: live stream. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll turn on the camera and we'll like run across the studio be like, okay, 15 seconds, favorite game, go. <laughs> and then like person yeah. will talk and then we'll just like yeah. literally run to everybody and get their feedback.
2: Hell yeah. Everyone says our game because they're legally obligated to. Correct. It's in the it's in the operating agreement.
0: I mean it'll be a little more, you not everyone, it'll be like maybe every four people or something (laughs) like that. But and we'll randomly distribute like the people who do it beforehand. But we will do it. Yep. Yep. And
1: hopefully someday Agora can be on other people's game of the year list too. Yeah. Hopefully not too long from now, but hopefully not too long. (laughs) Next year. (laughs) Ho- ho- <laughs> Hopefully hey, I'm not in the <laughs> next
0: two years is what I will say here. Mm-hmm. Evans in chat, he's saying thanks for another good year of content, boys. Can't wait for Agora. Last year we did a KO Koala Year in Review after our Game of the Year podcast. So we had Game of the Year, and then we did a KO Koala Year of the re- Year in Review. If the community is interested in it, we can do that again this year. It can become a staple. You have game of the year. And then the next time you have, you studio know, year uh,
1: review. I think we'll probably do it. Tune in next week. And Anthony and I will do a year in
0: review. So the boys can be on too. They want to, If they, they want to. Anyway, thank you all for that, listening I mean, to the, if podcast. you want to get more information on our studio, you can go to a uh, KO We tried to get KO koala.com, but there's a Canadian fur company that has it. We're going to have to beat them out for it later com has information on everything for our studio, most importantly Agora. Our single player physics FPS coming for PC and Xbox uh, at least right now. We're, we'll see if maybe more platforms as well in the switch future.
1: Switch port. Switch <laughs>
0: Dude, I would play the shit out of Agora <laughs> on Switch. Um, also, we, if you want to help support the studio, there's some merch options you can donate, but you can also subscribe to Patreon, which is what we would recommend because you get a fuck ton of perks, get behind the scenes content, which there's a meaty boy coming for the patrons. Um, meaty it's been crazy boy. recently for us, uh, trying to hit some deadlines and real work stuff. But now that we have uh, some time here at the end of the year, we're going to be back putting out regular behind the scenes content for the patrons. Um, You get like free merch depending on your tier. You get access to a patron realm for Minecraft, all kinds of good stuff. If you're interested in Minecraft realms, check out also on our website how you can enter our open community one. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank
1: you, Sean. Thank you, Josh. See
3: you guys. Bye, Bye, everyone.